everyone. How's it going? We are here for the PCD cast. Uh, this is episode four. Uh, we're talking about PAX Online today. Uh, this is actually a new uh, event for PAX. PAX hasn't ever actually done um, PAX Online. They we Every time that they've done PAX, it's always been physical. But today, or not today, I'm sorry, uh, in a week... <laughs> We're going to be doing, uh, they're going to be doing PAX Online. Uh, so we're going to talk about PAX Online, what we expect, what we hope for, um, what we know about so far, um, just because uh, it's very, very new. Um, so today we have three of us. Uh, I am your host, Andy, uh, or Andy, as some people like to call it. Um, we've also got Matt BSG. Um, Hello. And then we've got Entity. Hello. Excited about this <laughs> online experience. Really, yeah, uh, something brand new. A lot of us really have never experienced an event like this before, so it'll be a fun experience for everybody. I mean, some of us have experienced an online community con well, before, I mean, if everyone remembers in terms that. Of PAX, PAX. <laughs> right, right, yeah. PAX is going to be a completely different experience, that's for sure. Um, this is also going to be fun for a lot of people who never get the option to attend PAX, because uh, PAX, is, PAX is an experience by itself, for sure. Um, and I mean, both of you guys are veterans of PAX. You guys are both East veterans, right? And then, uh, both of you guys actually attended, I think, your first West a year or two ago? I didn't. Matt did. Oh, that's right. Matt yeah, did. Hopefully here, uh... in a couple years, I mean. <laughs> right. <laughs> West is, West is my, uh, home, my home PAX, and I recently attended PAX East a couple years ago for the first time, and, um, I've been to PAX South a few times as well, and my first PAX Unplugged was... Uh, last year, 2019, the la the no, it's not the last PAX. The last PAX was PAX East this year. Right. Uh, so yeah, PAX Online is uh, is definitely something that's a mystery. Um, we do have a few information, um, and there there was a few announcements about it. Uh, we've had a lot of news, um, mainly the reason being because you know COVID is a thing here in the U.S. Apparently. Um, as much as some people would like you not to know. <laughs> so, um, what do you guys what do you guys think of PAX Online? What do you what do you guys think is going to be the experience Ooh. of online? Um, so it's definitely going to be interesting. It's it's again, it's like nine days. It's much different of a spinoff than the old PAX. It's there's obviously nothing in person. Um, you don't really have that same like feel of amazement. You're walking around. You're in it. But they're still trying to do their best to fill in some excellent content. There's a lot of really cool panels we're seeing about. Um, I know they have fully announced what they're going to be doing for the rest of the events. I don't think it's just streams. But hopefully some really cool stuff to come with that at least. Yeah, and I think it'll be really exciting to see. I mean, I think there'll be... I think a lot of people normally can experience PAX, whether it be... Like, if there's not one in their area, or if... I mean, PAX, is, PAX can be very expensive. I mean... Especially if you oh. go around buying that hundred dollar Mega Man statue every time you see it, <laughs> that it can be it can get really pricey. And for a lot of people, they don't have the option to go to a PAX event because I mean, if it's far away, you have to pay for a hotel, you got to pay for a flight or gas, you got to pay for a badge, and then you, you have to go around and buy things because that's the uh, that's one of the fun parts about PAX is blowing. Don't your talk life to savings. GFX about buying things. <laughs> 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 no joke. Every time I go to PAX with GFX, the the thing that he shows me is he shows me the list of all the merch he's gonna buy, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm looking at about two hundred and fifty dollars of merch." Yeah. And I'm like, 
boy, <laughs> listen. <laughs> right. Um, I think I think the travel is the best part because uh, the big thing that I always hear about is, especially from the EU guys, they're always like, "When is PAX going to be in the EU? When's PAX North happening?" And we always like PAX to joke North. in the server about PAX North. <laughs> well, <laughs> we don't get insomnia. <laughs> right. <laughs> so um, I know that I know the EU has Gamescom, but like PAX. PAX just feels like a very something special. different thing. Yeah, it's it's definitely something special. It it was born out of something special, and so like seeing seeing what they're going to be doing with PAX Online is just a super nice thing to see because um, I, like I saw I saw what Gamescom is like, and PAX to me has always looked very different. It's it's more of imagine E three, but everyone was friends with each other, basically. Because E3 has always been that big, ginormous event that media only goes to, and then they recently opened up. Right. But, it, like, to me, PAX has always felt like this, like, friend environment. Like, everywhere I go, it's, like, somebody I can talk to about Animal Crossing or Resident Evil or talk about new games that are coming up or maybe a tabletop game I've been playing for, like, five years that I've never been able to play in person because I don't have friends kind of thing. Right. So. I kind of see what you mean. Like, it's more of a community-focused event and i think that we're gonna see not only like the excitement of packs from people from the eu but um or not eu but europe um <laughs> not wanna not trying to ex exclude our english friends here but oh yes, um, yes. <laughs> um, <Sorry>. but i <laughs> think our numbers are gonna be i think we're gonna be seeing huge numbers on all three of the streams really i think the oh, numbers wow. are gonna be i mean really the, the only way i would think about it is like kind of comparing it to like a um like a Counter-Strike major, how you have tons of people in the streams, and it's not only just about the streams, but there's things you can do outside of the streams. There's, I mean, at least from what we've heard, um, it's just going to be a huge event that I think we're going to see really thousands and thousands of people participate oh. in, and I think it's just going to expand <laughs> that PAX community, which I really think is going to be a great thing. I'm excited for our PAX community, because we've, we've been... We've been near 4,000 members strong as of June, I want to say. And um, we're always looking to grow and we're always looking for more friends to join that, that PAX community. And, and I've always said to people is that you don't have to join PAX if you've never attended PAX, or the PAX community if you've never actually attended PAX. Because just wanting to go to PAX and like hearing from people what PAX is like and the and different prep things that they go through and getting excited it's it's exciting on its own like i didn't go to south and east this year um for some financial choices but like getting to getting to live through everyone else at, like for south and east was kind of a big thing for me so like i didn't attend but i know how hyped they are and it's just fun to hang out with them while they while they hype through the event so speaking of streams by the way uh we we're gonna talk about some schedules because that was kind of the big announcement recently actually a couple days ago um pax finally put up its schedule list and it is massive <laughs> to say the least um I, I, this pax is very different because it's spanned over what 10 days nine oh, nine. nine days yeah yeah uh, it's it's honestly massive <laughs> compared to anything they've undertaken before and it's not even just that too because it's um, the panels are more more or less closer to 24-7, unlike yeah. where PAX normally just goes for the time zone of the event. There is no time zone. It's focused more in like the U.S., like Eastern Pacific type time zones, but you're still seeing panels, broadcasted stuff at like 
3, 4, or 5 a.m. Eastern, um, for example. So they're really trying to push, like, for everyone, and a lot of stuff is also pre-recorded. So you're able to look back at stuff, too. Yeah. And I think that's the big thing is, is uh, things used to be streamed and still are streamed in PAX. Like, if you go to... If you hear about PAX East, you can still experience PAX East from the comfort of your house uh, because a lot of their panels are streamed. But it was always the big three um, panel rooms, the the main panel rooms that you could actually watch. So, like, if, you're, if your friend was part of a smaller panel that, that didn't get the opportunity to stream and you didn't get to go to the event, you got, you kind of missed out on that that experience of getting to see your friend host a panel. Um, whereas this one, YouTube. it's... Yeah, we unless they put it on YouTube, if they recorded it and put it on YouTube, <laughs> that kind of thing. Uh, but this event is fully streamed. So every single panel is streamed or pre-recorded. Um, and I think that's the big thing that they're trying to push is, like, um, even if you can't be available during PAX that time, you can still watch it. Uh, you can still experience the panels. And so their schedule, if you go to it, it's uh, online.paxsite.com slash schedule. Um, they've got a massive 10-day schedule, and there are streams and pre-recorded content going on all day. Um, and a lot of them are the the packs sort of um, staples, I guess you could say. Um, like, we have Storytime with Mike Pondsmith. Um, that's, that's a very popular thing that always happens at every PAX. There's always a Storytime with a major developer, content creator, or someone like that. And then there's always the Penny Arcade Q&A um, for those that go to Penny Arcade packs for its original meaning which was the penny arcade expo so they always have that and then there's always um companies that are always showcasing games and hosting um some kind of panel to to talk about their new game coming up or something like that so gearbox is doing their digital showcase yeah i think it's gonna be really fun to see like i think it'll be really great because i know a lot of people i guess can't necessarily stream at three in the morning so even if it means you won't be directly participating in chat or something, you'll still have content going on all the time, pretty much. And I think that's going to be a really good thing to... I mean, obviously, no one likes dead air, but it's really hard to avoid when you're doing a ideally 24-7, 9-day... or 24-9 event. It's kind of hard to do. And I think that PAX has really done a good job of scheduling it so that, you know, everybody can still experience something, no matter what time zone or what country you're in. And I think it's going to be um, a really fun experience and bring the community together even more um, as we'll oh, be yeah. able to get some new friends from overseas. And having pre-recorded is going to be great, too, for it because you, um, you can watch it anytime and it's going to be recorded. So there's a VOD for it. Um, so you can watch for those that are Twitch literate VOD, the video on demand service. Um, Matt, did you want to point out some maybe panels that you thought was interesting to share? Sure. So... When going through the panelists, there's a couple, you know, very interesting things I saw. So first of all, as always, PAX tradition, we're starting off with story time. So host this year is going to be Mike Pondsmith, um, basically, who is uh, the founder of Telsorian Games um, and has been working on the Cyberpunk games. Uh, so he's going to be definitely an interesting speaker. Um, we all, of course, also have concerts coming. We have our Saturday night and Sunday night concerts. Um, some interesting ones. There's a couple of COVID-specific ones. Uh, we got a lot of we got we got a lot of Animal Crossing, like in mental health oh, type of panels. Animal Crossing's great. Yeah. 
So is mental uh, health. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think the uh, the concerts are those those big things um, for sure. Concerts are the the very popular thing uh, that people like to go to PAX for is, is late night concerts after after the show floor is closed. You get to go and hang out with friends, listen to some game music and remixes. It's kind of awesome. Yeah. On Saturday, the Triforce Quartet uh, is who's going to be do on the, uh, the Saturday um, concert. And then over on Sunday, we actually have 88-Bit. Um, which is a good band. Which That's is a, good a really band. good band. Very good. Yeah. Um, Definitely recommend so seeing that. Very, very excited for that one. Um, we, have, we have Acquisition Inc., of course. Always a staple. Uh, and this year... They're continuing up with what they normally do with the Megathon, and they're doing nine straight rounds of it. Oh, um, much bigger so, than normal. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very big Megathon, so I'm very interested to see how that ends up going. What, like, I'm excited what, to see how a Megathon works yeah. online. That's going to be interesting. Um, for those that don't know what a Megathon is, that's a it's a competition throughout PAX, and the winner of the Megathon gets to go to their PAX Oz of choice. Um, and it's usually in person, so they'll meet in a panel room and they'll play a game that they they got to practice or they heard about beforehand, um, and winners continue on to the next round, and the final round is always a mystery game that none of the Omeganauts um, know what it is, so they can't practice it. Um, we've had actually a few PCD members go up on uh, go up on uh, Omegathon, so shout out to Fangy and Sarah, uh, who were PAX Unplugged finalists. Or near finalist. I think Sarah got knocked out like third round in, but Fangy got onto the final round. Represented the community so. very well, I must say. Oh yeah, and the com <laughs> and the community was representing her. Like I remember, people were in the stands, like shouting out her name and cheering her on. It was great. It was fantastic. So, um, no, no crowds on uh, this stage though. Oh yeah, no crowds, but you can cheer digitally. It'd be great. Um, and then our favorite panel. The one panel that all of our all of our the only and panel that really together. matters, right? <laughs> the uh, Pax Community Discord game night. We've started hosting this a few years ago, and people have loved it. We uh, always have fun with it. Uh, it's a great panel. Uh, we usually give out prizes during our panel. Uh, this year, because it's digital, uh, we may have to figure out some uh, alternative pricing for the panel. But we will we will definitely be hosting our Pax Community Discord game night. I think it's on. Tuesday night? Remind me, Matt. Uh, I believe that is the case. I'm not on the panel this year. Um, oh. oh, that's right. You weren't on the panel. Yeah, I'm not. So... I think it was Tuesday night, because I think it, it was an Wednesday night. night. It is Wednesday at 12.30 a.m. Oh, yeah. uh, it's Tuesday for me, because it's, uh, it's at well, like yeah. 9.30. Right. Yeah, cause it's, for... it's time zones. So <laughs> Time zones are the best. Yeah, so Tuesday a.m. Wednesday Eastern time. Or 9.30 uh, p.m. Tuesday, if you're on Pacific. The only overlapping event with us is the designing the protocol, the design of development of Marvel Crisis Protocol. It's so finally not, not Aggie. That, it's not yeah, Aggie. Yeah, it's finally not Aggie finally. for the concerts. <laughs> we were, that, I think that, the first year yeah. we did it, we were against concerts. And then yep. the year after that, we were against Ack Inc. And it was hilarious because every time we did that, we were always like, oh, man, we're competing against, like, the big panels. Like... The first year it was against the big panels, and we've constantly done 150 to 200 people attending, and we've loved every single person that's been in our panel. So, 
I'm pretty sure that every panel we've done has had a major conflict. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I, I think it was intentional by Panning Arcade, but yeah. I'm not going to talk Probably. about that. <laughs> so, um, so, schedule, uh, since we have that, uh, let's talk about how the best way to schedule out time for um, PAX Online. Like, do you, do you request time off from work, maybe? Maybe don't request time off, do your normal work, and maybe watch as, as you have free time, that kind of thing? What do you guys think? I mean, I think, here's how I look at it. PAX is a thing, I mean, if you go to an event, request time off, it's a big thing, and you get to enjoy the whole event, because it's not just about the, like, the event doesn't just start when the, um, when the gates open on the first day. The event starts, really, when you, for you at least, when you're planning on going, when you're getting in the car and driving halfway across the country in some cases to go to your packs of choice, that's when the event starts. And that's why, that's in, in my opinion, one of the things that makes packs so special is that it's not just the time that it's happening, that it's, it's really the fun, I guess. So I think that's when it's certainly, I guess, encouraged to take time off from work if you can afford to and really enjoy the whole experience. But I guess in my opinion, especially since it'll be so easy to access the VODs and watch everything after, and there's still things going on 24-7, I think it'll be pretty easy to budget out, budget, excuse me, budget out your time after you get off of work. So, I mean, if you want to request a Friday off and enjoy a long weekend of packs, that's great too. But I think if you can watch a couple streams that you want and to participate live, and then, especially if it's like a Q&A or... If there's, I guess, um, if you gain something by being an active audience member. Um, but otherwise, you could really budget out your time. So where you are um, watching the streams that you want, and in the time where there's streams that you don't want, that you're not necessarily interested in, go back and watch those recorded bits. Because I think it's, obviously, PAX is super fun, and this is just another event of PAX. I mean, that's how I look at it. It's not just, it's not in... I guess not an alternative, it's a, I guess it is, but it's a whole event on its own, and that's what I think, that's how I think a lot of people are looking at it, but I think personally, that's, that's important, it's the live part, because right. um, the the downside to the schedule that I've really not liked, that I wish that they had fixed, is making the panels look more obvious when they're live, instead of having to click on them. I've noticed that if you go through the schedule and you click on an event, like if I go to um, the, the Penny Arcade Q&A online, the, at the top left, you have to go into the panel at the top left, it tells you if it's live or pre-recorded. And it's not obvious from the outside of the panel. Right. So you have to actually click in and see them in order to determine. And I think that's what should guide you in deciding, okay, is this a panel I really want to attend live that I want to like partake in? Or is it pre-recorded and I can maybe go watch it on my free time? Maybe there's specific days that you don't want to be working or not available. So, what about you, Matt? Um, I mean, it's it's super <laughs> awkward. No, 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 no. I'm just, it's just, it's super awkward, kind of how it is. Um, this is all new to everyone. Popping in a stream, um, having being able to jump a lot, uh, on is gonna be weird. Uh, people talking in chat and not realizing that it's pre not pre-recorded or not. Um, I would kind of hope they'll put maybe prefixes on stream titles. I really or something hope they like do that. that. Um, 
because I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of people who's not going to see that. Uh, right. It's definitely a quality. They really could do that on the main page, but I mean, right. yeah. Like when it starts streaming on Twitch, maybe mm -hmm. the notification that pops up says, you know, hey, this is a pre-recorded event. Or, I mean, even still, it would be nice if they just prepend the notification to say live. Like, this is this actual panel is live kind of thing. But that title. way you know. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, there's three Twitch channels. And they're going to be popping off, like, every so often. So if you put on follow notifications for those guys, uh, <laughs> expect that week to be up. very busy. <laughs> so... Um, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you, Matt, though. It's, it's kind of a, it's an awkward thing where it's like, I do want to see some things live and I know that I will, but I also kind of wish that it would be easier to find out, okay, this is something I'm interested in, but it's a pre-record, so I don't need to worry about it. Maybe turn off notifications for that, but I'm, I'm going to be working the whole week. So it's one of those things where like, I can't watch Twitch at work. Right. So I have to watch it later kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah. One thing I want to emphasize to anybody who's considering taking time off from work for the event, only take off the time that you can. Like if you are really saving your vacation days for, you know, visiting a relative or something, there's definitely going to be alternatives. Like I'm sure that the Ack Inc., if it's, if it's live, I'm sure that there'll be a VOD of it or a recording of it somewhere you can watch after. And sure. I think it, especially with the massive ones. So... If you're in a position where you're not sure if you'd feel comfortable, whether it be financially or using up your days off, it's there's always alternatives. And if if by take by taking off work is going to put you in a position where you're uncomfortable, either financially or you know time wise, or if you're going to be scrambling to get days um, to do things like visit relatives or something. There's always alternatives, and just that's something to keep in mind I wanted to emphasize. Yeah, for sure. And um, the other nice thing is, is that a lot of us are also work from home right now. So a convenient thing is, is that if you're working from home, uh, maybe you don't have anything conflicting like a meeting or something like that at home. So you could always just pop up Twitch and put it in the background and watch, maybe partake right. every once in a while. So um, would be a good thing, yeah. Um, I, too, Omega... Omega not while I'm at work. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'll be, I, I think that's the big thing for people uh, to know is that um, if you, if you've never been to an, uh, to a PAX before, I, I highly suggest at least watching one or two of the Omega not um, events because Omega not is like, it's, it's a signature part of PAX and like, it would not be a PAX without the Omegathon. So definitely partake in one of them um for sure like just just to hype kind of thing so yeah uh, definitely a, let's see. a fun event yeah oh yeah for sure um all right so during the event there's a few things that's going to be happening in the event um we've been told that there's a discord server um that's going to be in the event um so it's not going to be our server um if anybody was thinking uh we're actually we're we're more of a focus group of the community um we've we've been kind of that the a lot of the veterans and we have a few people who are new to packs who might be you know uh chatting in it kind of thing but there's going to be an official packs online server that will launch i got a sneak peek of it and i have to tell you guys it's kind of exciting and 
even better is the fact that it it's it's very much a PAX experience is all I can say. It, it will definitely give you an insight as to what PAX is like if you were to ever visit it in real life. So I, I highly recommend at least visiting the, the PAX Discord that they're going to be hosting um, when it opens up. Uh, but keep in mind, it's going to be very busy because it, we're going to expect probably 10,000 to 20,000 people in that server. So it will be very busy in those channels for sure. I, I'd probably even say more. Um, Absolutely. That, that, there's more attendees that go to some, like some of the larger events. Oh, East true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 10,000. Um, we're talking online people from different time zones, not just regionalized. Right. Um, I could very honestly see like it, inst it going to a very large amount, especially if Discord features it all, like in Discovery and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to grow very fast. I could see 20,000 in the first day. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. It's to be seen how big it will get, but it's going to be crazy. So Yeah, I, I fully expect that server to crash in the first hour or so, <laughs> uh, for sure. I, I don't think Discord is going to be... Discord might feature it um, in their discovery section, um, but I think it's going to have a lot of exposure on its own. Um, it's definitely going to have an online vanity URL, so it'll be easy to find. Um, and it's, it's highly branded at the PAX Online feel, for sure, 100%. It's, it's, I, I just, the notifications they send out when, if you go to the Discord page on the PAX Online website, uh, there's, there's a few, there's a few clues to what this Discord's gonna be like, and, and I, I highly suggest taking some hints from the website and passing it on to the server, because uh, your experience will be far better if you, uh, if you read the website just a little bit, so. Um, so Discord, uh, is going to be there. You're going to have Twitch. There's going to be VODs. What do you guys, what else do you guys think? Or what are your, what are your hopes for, like, features? Um, I'm not open for a lot of, like, looking for game type of stuff. So, like, BYOC is a cool thing. Like, it's always been at PAX. But maybe do some looking for game stuff. Um, get some groups going. Maybe even just like even just voice channels, just doing like I don't know, um, just D and D. Somehow people figuring it out. I imagine we're gonna see a lot of like interactivity, people hanging out, playing games, uh, online multiplayer games. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun, uh, and it will be more than just going into like channels. It will probably be a lot more. I'm hoping it's a lot more interactive, being able to like have that pack feel, still interacting with other people and playing with other people and talking to them. Yeah, definitely. that's me. Uh, the the LFG is kind of a big thing. That was, that's the big thing that I would hope from PAX is because that's a when you ask somebody who goes to PAX re <laughs> like religiously, there's like that that question you ask like why do you keep going to PAX and the the answer is nine times out of ten because you get to go and meet up with people and play games with the, everyone, um, the free play areas and the um, yeah. I guess it's just the free play area because tabletop free play is a really great place to grab that LFG cone and wander around looking for some people to join you on uh, maybe a betrayal in the house on the hill or you know some Warhammer kind of stuff um, and even like D&D &D, like private areas to go and like get a group together and play D&D &D together um, I think I think LFG is going to be a key part of PAX Online for sure 
Yeah, um, I definitely agree. It's it's hard to just des- it's hard to describe PAX without describing the community aspect and how open it is. Yeah, and the, the panels panels are another big part as well. Right. So, um, I think one of the um, I think one of the difficult things about the Discord server is going to be that because there's so many people chatting in some of the channels, it might get really difficult. And I think a lot of people, I'm one of those people, I get really stressed out in servers like that, where if there's 50,000 people and general is just flying through Mm. and all the channels are just flying through, it's going to get really hard. So I think if you are not part of the PCD group um, and on our server, um, I think it'd be a great second home kind of during PAX Online to maybe catch like a conversation with some other people as well. Um, especially if you start feeling very anxious about packs online, but um, Discord hasn't really gotten an LFG system working right. They tested it out a while ago, and it didn't really seem to work out. Um, so I'm I'm curious to see how well LFG works in Discord if there is going to be one. So yeah, I agree. I think just um, my thoughts. Yeah, I think definitely if you're not part of the Pax Community Discord. Um, definitely get over there for a, a I guess a slower paced conversation um, I'm guessing they'll probably have slow mode on but even then like if you're trying to talk with someone and you have to wait 10 seconds before sending another message depending I'm obviously depending on how long their slow mode is and then yeah, it can I, be I rem- Matt you remember you remember uh, discord birthday server right oh, I don't so know if you're ever part of I that I do remember discord birthday <laughs> they actually um, used that to test uh they just kind of shoved shoveled in new uh their new hardware back end they were using yeah Relays. they used it for testing and it kind of failed miserably oh yeah um it's a beautiful so mess i do know uh that they have rolled out relays and they are working well now yeah. so hopefully the member count issue will not be a thing for the server I think it's less um, the member count, but like even even on the presence, yeah, it's like people online as well. Yeah. From. yeah. But it was also it was also like you could put slow mode on for four hours and that chat would still fly. Like there was that matter. many people, huh? It just doesn't matter. It's just yeah. if there's twenty thousand people online and a fifty thousand person server, right. two thousand of them in the given hour could want to talk. And you could put a again like a multi-hour slow mode on, and if it's just a mul- thousands of people typing, it's not going to help. That several people rhythm. typing is going to intensify. <laughs> right. Uh, or even if you've ever been in a snow's giving too. Several people are typing. Yeah. Um. So uh, I think that's mostly everything. Um, do you guys want to maybe grab some questions real fast and so maybe I pulled, talk? I actually have been pulling them from chat. So. Really, there were two questions I saw, which was, what kind of credentials did you need to have a panel at PAX Online? Um, so panel, so we actually submitted our panel and we got accepted. Um, there isn't, there's an invisible credential line that they that they carry, but I've always told everyone, submit a panel. Just if you have an, if you have an interest in talking about something or sharing something that you think is unique or um, important, especially in like a community like PAX, I say submit it anyway because they do they do have an open line to drop panel submissions into, and who knows you might get accepted and you might get approved for a panel. Um, one of our um, one of our uh, community members, uh, Sarah, she actually hosts um, panels on cosplay 
Uh, she did a panel, I think, last year on Japanese um, games, like board games. Uh, and it was a fascinating panel. And she's always excited whenever she gets a panel that she gets to share because it's, it's, it's her passion for stuff like doing cosplay and stuff like that. And she submits it yearly, and it gets approved. And I, I feel like it now gets approved more so because it's just a popular topic. So, like, if it's a newer thing and you've never submitted before, it might be that scary thing of, like, submitting and not knowing if it'll go through. And I think just go for it. Um, we did a, our, our first PCD game night uh, was totally on a whim. And we were like, we don't even know if this will get approved. And then we got an email back saying, hey, here's your panel. Here's the room. Here's everything you need for a panel. And we were like, excuse us, what? We have a panel? Like, a literal one so uh so yeah it doesn't doesn't really require credentials to be honest um they just look for making sure that it's it's open and ready to go kind of thing basically not spam the worst yeah. they can say is no that's how i look at it so if exactly. you're gonna take the time to just submit it it's like the, like the worst that they can say is sorry it, it didn't make the cut try again next year and then you can always try again next year and i mean i think it's just share your passion they want to see things that people are interested in they want to mm -hmm. because that's their goal is to make packs better and having solid panels is a great way to do that so that's really their goal it's not because what you submitted isn't interesting enough or anything it's just maybe it's similar to another panel like don't certainly don't get down if there's if the, if your panel doesn't get accepted because there's so many reasons why it could have happened but i mean yeah. um, definitely go for it, it. And I think that's important is, is that you don't need a team of um, industry professionals in order to do it. I, my first panel I got invited to was totally, like, I feel like it was kind of last minute getting invited, but um, a group of the community leaders that run different community groups like the Cookie Brigade and uh, PAX Prank, um, I was very new to the whole community aspect of PAX, and I was just starting the um, PAX Community Discord and the i believe it was the cookie brigade um leader she messaged me and she's like hey do you want to be part of this uh this panel that we do it's the pax 101 panel at south and i was like i'm sorry what you want me on a panel like me physically uh and it was my first time and i was so nervous but uh after that uh she actually ended up dropping from doing the panel regularly and I kind of picked it up and I started submitting and I guess because of the presence it had always at South it was always accepted but it was kind of nerve-wracking to for me to submit it because I didn't think I would get accepted because I was this new person that nobody had heard of and they were like yeah sure it's PAX 101 let's go for it so uh, Matt was there any other questions that you saw um, I saw one other one basically what which was have the Omegathon or Omegonauts already been selected? Uh, that's that's a yes. Uh, so the Twitter account basically for PAX already said that they were doing phone calls. Um, so I think it was a couple weeks ago. Um, you would have received a, you received a phone call if they were going to bring you on. Um, if you weren't contacted a couple weeks ago, you weren't selected. Um, but everyone who was already knows. Yeah. Now are the phone calls new this year? Is it normally nope. an email? Nope, no? they do phone calls oh, wow. for packs. I never knew that. That's mm -hmm. good to know. Uh, what was new this year, I think, was that you had to subscribe to the um, 
newsletter. I think it was the email newsletter. Because mm. usually what it is is that when you go and buy badges, there's a checkbox that you check that says, do you want to partake in Omegathon? You check it and um, you're part of the call pool that they do um, for Omeganauts. And they'll make a tweet that say, we're putting out phone calls. So if you see a phone number that you don't recognize, you better pick that phone up. And so they'll go through a list and if nobody picks up, then they'll keep moving down the list until they get all the numbers for Omegathon. And it's usually, I think, what, 12 or 16 people that they call? I think it's 16. Or, yeah, 16 or something like that. I could be wrong. Uh, no, 16 is East because they do the – six. East is the one that does the doubles. Right. Um, oh, that's and what then, I'm Yeah, and then other ones, I think West and South are 12, I want to say, because they do a bracket of six. Yeah, South is 12. Thank you, Jedi. Uh, yeah, South and West are the same, so they're they're 12. East is the East is the unique one where they do doubles for their uh, for their Omega yeah. which is an interesting thing. It's like everyone's paired up randomly, so you have no idea who your partner is. So it's an interesting concept. Certainly fun to watch. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I had one of my friends actually get part of Omegathon, and he he was really excited about it, and he was really nervous. And I remember, like two weeks lead up, he was like asking all of us if we could hang out and play this game with him, so that he could practice and get get accustomed to the game and stuff like that. Uh, it was it was absolutely fun to watch him like play through it. He ended up losing, I think, round. Round two or three. No, he actually made it. I think it was like four. Um, and he <laughs> he still had a blast even though he lost. We were all sitting there at the edge of our seat on that, that event and just like, oh man, is he going to make it? Is he going to make it? So uh, it's, a, it's a good thing to be part of if you ever if you ever want to be part of it. And uh, I think, what does second place get? Do you remember? I want to... God, is there a medal? I feel like there's a medal, right? Oh, it's a... You get to oh, go back into the Megathon the next yeah, year. Oh, yeah, year. you automatically get back in for next year. Yeah, that's what it was. Because Fangy, I remember Fangy went into huh. last year's Omegathon uh, because she got reinvited because she placed second. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, <laughs> there yes, you go. Guarantee return. Yeah, guarantee return. Because Omega Knots get a free badge. Um... They get their Omega Not badge, and they get to participate. And if you get second, you get a re-entry into the the packs. So it's it's less expensive to go. And then first place gets that that coveted Pax Oz of choice. And I say Pax Oz of choice because uh, you know that that's where you want to go is Pax Oz, right? Like, <laughs> Pax that no one ever gets to visit. Just so. go to Australia, get plane ticket to Australia. Hell yeah. Looking yeah, who wouldn't that. do that? <laughs> right? <laughs> so Listen, mine's going to PAX North. Yeah, I, I, hey, I agree. If I do that, that's what I would do. I would just, I would die. <laughs> if I ever want Omega Omegathon, that's what I would say. I would say I want to go to PAX North. When are we bringing yeah, PAX, PAX to Canada? Let's okay. go. <laughs> I want Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do, do PAX Detroit. Uh, Let's go. Right. <laughs> Uh, Alright, so this is kind of the end, and uh, we have kind of a surprise for everyone. Um, I do have for... one more thing I want to mention before okay, we do the surprise. Um, one thing that we talked about was you know how to enjoy the event, whether it be by yourself or with other people. Um, but one thing that I wanted to mention that a lot of people may not be considering is, especially, I know work schedules might be crazy, general schedules and everything, but... If you can safely have a PAX watch party 
like get a projector, put the streams on the side of your house, and have oh, dinner man. with your friends. That w that is a s like certainly a great way to enjoy the event with your friends. And I think, obviously, the community aspect of being in the Discord server and being in the community server um, is certainly a good way to do it as well. But if you can s obviously safely, um, you know, take numbers down in case if you need to do tracing, uh, have everybody wear masks and whatnot, do your state recommended protocols but if you can do a watch party safely and really have some people over and really get that community feel play some board games with your friends watch the streams i think that's like kind of bringing the magic of packs to an online scene where you may not be able to get that feeling of you know trying to get in line get to the front of the line for when the gates open <laughs> to the escalator what even if line you may simulator. not get that <laughs> yeah, yeah literally um, uh, like know. in a time when you really can't get that, having some being able to enjoy the community aspect with your friends physically is something that I think would definitely add to the experience. For sure, and that that makes me think that that's something that we should do on the server is have definitely. somebody streaming, you know, different channels, packs one, two, and three, and just have a little watch party. That'd be kind of awesome, I think. Yeah, that'd be super uh, cool. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Um, Let's talk about this surprise. So, mm. a lot of you might know that we like to sell some shirts um, for the community. Uh, they usually have our, our good friend, the Paxter, uh, on, logoed on the shirt. And we usually do one for each individual Pax. And uh, lately, some people might have noticed that East and South 2020 kind of uh, lacked in some shirts and apparel. Um, well... The reason being is because we've actually been working behind the scenes to move our uh, our shirt distributor to a new storefront. And today, we actually rolled it out um, today, and we were going to actually surprise everyone on stream with the, the rollout. Um, so for those watching the PCD cast uh, recorded, um, you might get to see... The preview it will um, be on it will be on screen um in po i'll put it in post uh so for the youtube version um it will be you'll be seeing them on screen right now um for our yeah. audio listeners obviously um you can check it out in the server i believe um uh, server and i will have a link in to the store in the chat in a second perfect but uh, there you go, Matt. So you posted it. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we moved to Bonfire, and we actually launched a few new shirts. Um, we've got our our South and East shirts up, up available in a few different styles. Um, one one with the color matching for the event, and a black and a white style um, with our uh, badge artwork. So our community badge artwork that we had. Um, if you didn't catch it or didn't get to get one. Um, you can now have it in, in uh, shirt form. Uh, so we've done that. And then we've also added our PAX Online um, badge artwork onto a shirt as well. So if you didn't get to catch a badge for online, uh, a community badge that we did, um, you can get it in shirt format as well. And then we also came up with uh, two additional styles that we uh, kind of wanted to bring to the community. Uh, one big part of the community that I personally am affiliated with is um, the Diversity Lounge uh, with the LGBTQ. Um, being a member myself, uh, I had I had to make sure that there was a shirt that met the Pride format. So we have our PCD Pride, and if you uh, take a closer look at it, you might notice some very uh, some very interesting design uh, for it. So I'll let you guys uh, take a look on your own. 
Um, and then we actually have a new tea. Um, we usually have our uh, PCD kind of overall tea. Uh, this year, because of PAX Online, to kind of celebrate PAX Online, we created a design. Actually, GFX created a design. I really should give him the credit. Um, Fernando did the artwork for our badges and for the shirts, but GFX is our designer for the shirts. The um, man's a wizard. I gotta he say. He is a wizard. This is like my say, favorite shirt. I love the stealth tee. It's so cool. The stealth tee is absolutely fantastic. And uh, definitely take a close look at that one as well. There's some very, very nice uh, design aspects to it if you uh, if you take a look. So uh, those will be up in the chat, and we'll have the uh, post announced uh, in server tomorrow morning. And uh, you'll also see the YouTube. Uh, you should be seeing it on screen. Uh, it'll be edited in. So. Also, YouTube description and description of the um, of the Spotify, uh, or I guess, I guess wherever you listen, it'll be in the, that description as well. Yeah. Uh, so those will be up, and um, yeah, as uh, well, it's not being mentioned in the channel in the chat, but oh no, here we go, Harold. Um, we're limiting the stealth design to six days for now. We may extend it. We don't know yet. Uh, actually, Drew just said basically it's just for the batches they printed in. Gotcha. Okay. So, so it, yeah, so that should that should be persistent. Uh, you gotcha. should be able to buy it still. Okay. Cool. Well, just so, think of it so as limited time and buy it now. Yeah. So. Buy it now. You have six <laughs> days, guys. You only have six <laughs> days. <timer>. Wink, wink. <laughs> right. Uh, so yeah, that'll be up. Um, I highly recommend the stealth tee for sure. And if you are a member of the LGBTQ. Uh, we made sure to get a design for you. And then if you attend any of the uh, PAX events um, earlier this year, as well as online, there's a t-shirt for that too. So definitely, definitely recommend grabbing them. Um, you may notice that Oz and Wes and Unplugged are missing a shirt. And that's because we will be pushing those designs next year since unfortunately West uh, and Oz and Unplugged uh, look like they will not be happening this year. Um, but if you are looking for the adventures of Paxter uh, in the future, don't worry. We will we will have some more panels for you later. He's just taking uh, a break. He's quarantining for a few weeks. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. A few months. months really. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a few months. So uh, I think that is it. Uh, I don't – I think we've covered everything. Um, if you yeah. guys have any questions, um, we have our community leaders, our – I'm the community leader. God. <laughs> uh, we have our community supporters as well as our um, ambassadors uh, who will be answering questions in the server. If you have any questions, um, feel free to drop them in the WWW channel on the server. Um, definitely pay attention to the PAX website for when that Discord link goes live for the PAX Online server and uh, start marking your calendars for some panels you want to go attend, especially PCD Game Night. Mm -hmm. Don't miss it. <laughs> Definitely not. It's a it's a fun night. We have a lot of fun uh, during the game nights, so we'll have some special stuff for online. Uh, any last words for you guys? Well, we gotta make sure that we set our next date. See you guys in February for Peace. <laughs> am I right? I really <laughs> hope so. I don't know how we're gonna have however many thousands of people we have under Charlie Baker, but you know what? Uh, I'm crossing my fingers. My wallet I'm might just... cry, but if it doesn't happen, I might. So, 
I'm just over here because I miss PAX West. I'm demanding PAX East close for 2021 as well. <laughs> if you I can't have it, no one can. Exactly. <laughs> we'll come back to PAX next year at this this time, right? Here. Right. Yeah. Right so, here. <laughs> so we can go to Unplugged. Um, so yeah, but yeah, definitely look forward to that. Um, definitely. Uh, I know we always say it every stream, but still, uh, even though you're online, don't forget to hydrate. Uh, <laughs> hydrate or dehydrate. Hydrate or dehydrate. Even though you're yep. not in the expo hall, you might forget to drink some water while you're watching the stream. So always hydrate. Yep. Hydrate or dehydrate. We should put that 100%. on a shirt. Yep. Right. We, really we need a hydrate or dehydrate tea. We need if, it. Yes. If you are work from home, don't be a couch potato sitting at your desk all day. Get some water. Get Just some water. water. Hydrate or dehydrate. Hydrate. And on that note, thank you everybody for coming. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Um, yeah. We'll see you later. We'll see you on the next episode whenever that is. These, uh, these are kind of coming out sporadically, but you know what? Life's busy. The world's busy. Life is <laughs> and you know what? As long as, uh, as long as you're here, as long as you're listening, you watching this or listening to this right now, we'll continue to do this. So on that note, thank you everybody for coming by. Have a good night. Make sure to join the server if you haven't already. And yeah, uh, have a great online. And take care.